Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right. You are rolling with Jason and John, 929 FM ESPN. Happy Tuesday to you as we get through this October. NBA season starts tonight. Grizzlies, of course, tomorrow, the duel against the New Orleans Pelicans down at FedEx Forum. But to tie us over tonight, we've got Lakers Nuggets. we got Suns Warriors. I don't know about John. We'll find out. But I think that's a pretty good way to start the NBA season on TNT tonight. The uh, Minnesota Vikings and the San Francisco 49ers. John, I wrote this very carefully. Show us it is a week-to-week leak that we will never fully understand in the NFL. Vikings win? Kirk Cousins on primetime. Remember that old narrative that he yeah. couldn't win? Yeah. We in Minnesota saw, now. Yeah. I think I saw five and three now for Kirk Cousins in his last eight primetime games. Yeah. So that old narrative that he can't win primetime probably going away. Yeah, Vikings win. Uh, looks like the Titans are going to be sellers. We'll get to that. And i got to ask John how we feel about Andre Iguodala, the ESPN analyst. I know there were certain feelings around here widely felt about Andre Iguodala, the basketball player, especially as it refers to things he said about Memphis or didn't want to come here, things like that. What do we think about Andre Iguodala, the ESPN analyst, after retiring? He is now officially with ESPN. Yeah. Are, are you asking me now, or you want to do that later? Whenever you want to do it, Joe. Yeah, I don't Whenever really, you're comfortable I'll be with honest, I don't have a, a very strong opinion on him. I mean, I don't really no. – I don't uh, – I neither like nor dislike him. Okay. So we'll see. I mean, I you know I don't know. Going to reserve judgment. That's yeah, fine and, uh, yeah. and ultimately fair. I haven't really. Uh, I mean, I've, I've, he, he seems a little out there. Uh, Will we be jaded here? I don't think so. In I terms of our view of, I hope not. of the job. I, I, I mean, I think at some point you have to move on from that. It was really nothing. It was <laughs> a mat- nothing burger. Mature of you, wasn't it? I mean, it was pretty stupid. In the in the grand so enough scheme of to things. get a reaction out of Dylan and the crew back then. Remember when Dylan was yeah. a proud Grizz? I get that because they're defend- teammates, and you feel a little disrespect. We we're, we're not on the team with him. I mean, whatever. I understand. I wouldn't want to play in with the Grizz if I was him either. Memphis. It, this dude comes from Golden State, winning championships. He gets shipped off to Memphis. But this this yeah. isn't under uh, you know understand Andre Iguodala Day John. I know, but I'm just saying. Uh, you know, I, I, I think you're taking the right approach though. I feel. I feel. I can, I can empathize. Don't need to hate on his, that man. Yeah, like I can but, empathize with his his feelings about getting traded to, you know, a, a franchise that was not not ready yet. You know, uh, maybe will be soon, but was not ready then. Uh, anyway, yeah, we have a lot to get to on the show today. Jessica Benson's going to take the stand. We'll talk to her. Two straight L's uh, about the USC Trojans. Tough, 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 tough. But she does have 
other and better potentially things to look forward to with the Memphis Grizzlies as that season gets kicked off tomorrow night yes. against the New Orleans Pelicans. So we'll get into all of this this season. Stephen Adams' injury, the loss, how you overcome it, uh, all that and more with her uh, at 11.25. Then at one twenty-five, Trista Crick is going to join us. NBA season is here. Get into what she's uh, doing tonight, if she's attacking the board at all. Mm. Uh, some big-picture thoughts on the NBA season. Victor Wynn-Banyama. All of that with Trista at 125. So that's the show today. A happy start of the NBA season to you, sir. It is the first day of the season. Yeah, I've gotten over the Stephen Adams thing, haven't you? Are, yeah, are you not I ready? Mean, I, I just I, I feel like he's been gone for a long time, and uh, if he it had, hurt, it hurt initially. Yeah, and now now we're ready to, we're ready to move. Well, you don't have a choice. You know that is the that is the uh, that is the cruelty of gravity, isn't it? That the world keeps spinning. You don't you don't get to just stop. You don't get to just stay in bed all day. Profound, John. You got to get up. Well, I'm excited about getting through the 25 and getting job back. Yeah, that's really what I'm, that's where my head's at. It's like, yeah, we'll see. So you yeah, know, and you can't get through the 25 without getting through the first one. This will be a fascinating little experiment, I suppose. But a little uh, bit more concerned about the first 25 than I was absolutely right, previously. Yep. Now yep. with the Stephen Adams news, but yep. but ready to go. The goal is really just to you know be 13 and 12 at this point. At this point, I'll take it. Yeah, especially with some of the drops I've seen forecast after the exactly. Adams news. Not sure I agree with yeah. uh, said drops, but we'll talk about that. Well, anyway, yes, uh, it is the beginning of the NBA season, and we have a lot of NBA over-unders to get to, so let's do that. It's Jason and John's over-under. Over, over, under, under. Happy beginning of the NBA season, gentlemen. To you as well, BC. Yeah. I'm actually let's looking forward to the NBA season. I mean, uh, looking forward to tonight on TNT, Lakers and the Denver Nuggets to kick things off. Margin of victory for the Nuggets tonight listed at five. Over. Under. Yep, first bet of the NBA regular season is in for me. Oh, you didn't waste a second. Did not. I only got one tonight. Uh, We'll get to the other game in just a second. But I did uh, bet the Lakers plus five and a half. That number now five. Not much of a difference, obviously. Maybe you moved it. But I do have Lakers plus five and a half in, and I do think the answer here is under five. Um, I know that. Joker is not uh, likely to be thrilled with the proceedings tonight. You know, he's probably going to have big, this could have been an email vibes, you know, for the ring ceremony. Uh, so it's not like I'm necessarily worried about, oh, the Nuggets are going to be swept up in the, you know, the the distraction and the mm-hmm. ring night. And by the way, teams on ring night uh, win quite a bit anyway. You know, there's a sort of narrative that they, you know, they let their foot off the gas or whatever. It doesn't I think they're uh, – uh, seven and three in their last ten, just in terms of um, you know straight up. So uh, and maybe even against the spread, it's not so much about that as it is. I, I just think this is peak motivation for the Lakers. I think uh, their roster moves were um, shrewd. Uh, yeah, I, I thought and they were bringing back the ones they did in the additions. Exactly I thought, right. I thought. And here's the other side of it for the Nuggets. Yes, they're bringing back Joker and Murray, and that's the you know and, and Michael Porter Jr. Naturally, the basis of their t- and, Aaron, and Aaron Gordon as well, but. They also are asking young guys to take bigger steps this season. Most definitely. Off the bench. Uh, you know, Bruce Brown's gone. He's playing for the Pacers now. I think he's going to be a key. He's going to be missed. Yes. It, it always Ultimately happens, right? It always it happens. These, maybe these the championship teams, you know, like there's one guy or two guys that end up moving on mm-hmm. that are just kind of sneaky vital to the whole thing. I, look, I think Christian Brown can be a good NBA player. I think Julian Strother can be a good NBA player. But – 
step into these roles and stuff, they take time. And the Lakers are ready. I mean, they they are they are they have vets. You know, LeBron's trying to win this last title and retire. And I think there's no better way to do that than to start out fast. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if they won. I know it's hard to win in Denver. Um, they also lost last opener. Last year, they lost the opener to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, and I know that's probably something that LeBron's got in his mind that, mm. you know, I don't want to lose two straight openers. Not that it matters at the end of the day, but I think it kind of does to him. So I-, I expect a really close competitive game tonight that probably boils down to the last couple of possessions. Uh, I love what the the Lakers added in Gabe Vincent. Um you know, bringing back Rui, Austin Reeves is going to take a step. We saw that in the World Cup. Like, he is definitely not a fluke. Uh, and I, I think just, they got enough one for when D'Angelo's going through one of his cold spells, which can last for weeks or whatever else. Yeah, but, and D'Angelo's or, or, as well, just, yeah. or just acting a fool. Yeah. But he can also, and we've seen at times, carry you. Yes, exactly. And I so mean, whether you get good or bad, D'Angelo, I think with the reinforcements, they're going to be fine. Yeah, I mean. On look, the perimeter. Who knows? This is as healthy maybe as the Lakers will be all year. So, you know, I think yeah, when that's you, only Vanderbilt's out. Yeah, when you have uh, when you have moments like this to to take them as a five and a half point underdog, even though it's on the road, um, this is the team that puts your ass out in four. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna try to come out and well punch. LeBron's gonna be more interested in making a statement than your boy Jokic is. Uh, to your point, and I think I, I'm just gonna go on the Bruce Brown narrative early. You're talking about, I mean, he averaged like career high 12 points last year. We we saw how more importantly how key he was in the playoffs for them. A lot of the a lot of the dirty work, a lot of the glue, a lot of the running down loose balls, leading fast breaks. He just kind of did it all for him. And until those young guys that you mentioned have are are have stepped up that in that position and done it, I'll take the the veteran team. And I th- I think the deeper team, uh, this Lakers team. I, I think they're going to make a statement this season that you know they don't have to necessarily have both LeBron and AD on the floor at the same time and things to crumble. Really, You really just had to have one of them. I think there are going to be times this season where they can rest those guys and be fine. I think that's that's how good of a job they've done with this roster since last year's trade deadline. So give me the Lakers tonight to make a statement. You both have Lakers We're tonight. aligned. Yeah, well done. Uh, let's go to the Grizzlies who start their season tomorrow on 92.9. We'll have the full pregame tomorrow. It's at home right here against New Orleans with Jessica Benson at 6.30 who is uh, coming up in the next segment. A uh, number of wins for the Grizzlies this season. Our, our update here, 46-and-a-half. Over or under, guys? This is a good question now with Adams out. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's under for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just I, I was on the over with Steven Adams. Uh, I, I, I believed, quite frankly, that uh, they would be, once again, uh, you know, a top two, top three seed in the West, even with Jaws Abs, because I'm, I'm that high on Marcus Smart and just sort of his ability to fit in. But I, I, I do think that this being the current number is an under-adjustment by the books. Um, it's still out there. It's still available. You pointed that out to me today. I, I got out of it. I got out of 45-and-a-half. I, I don't know why it's up because uh, I had 45-and-a-half last week. I don't know how you go from 45 to 46-and-a-half. Like, that's the interesting note with here. With the Adams injury. I mean, perhaps the book went up, John? That's uh, I, I, Really? Yeah. John it, had it at 45-and-a-half and got out of it. Today at FanDuel, it's 46-and-a-half. So that, that Stephen Adams news hasn't done anything to lower the total. In fact, it's, it's gone up. It's, it's gone up since yeah. he had it. When we thought Stephen Adams was playing, yes. it was at 45 and a half. So what do we I, not know here? I, I, look, I mean, what we don't know is that the Grizzlies could make a move. That's what we don't know. Yeah. They could go out and they could acquire Rob Williams. They could bring in a, a solid free agent. They could do a lot of things that we can't see the future on. Um, but I don't know that. I can't, I can't say over on something I don't know. 
What I know is what they are rolling out there tomorrow night. Uh, again, I don't expect that will always be the case, you know, if it doesn't go well. But I just can't I can't put my money on something that I that I'm like hoping to 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 have happen. You know, I just you know, in terms of a move, outside move, because that requires cooperation, all that other stuff. So I, I have to go under here. I think Steve Adams is just I've talked to some sharp guys about this in the past, and they, they, they say because Steven Adams is such a liability on offense that he almost has neutral value. I don't I don't personally From a believe scoring it. standpoint? Because from, from, a, from, from a, a passing from and a, playmaking and screen-setting standpoint, standpoint from a he's player key standpoint. to that offense. Yes, that's why I was kind of surprised. Like, they mean to a from, – from a from a holistic standpoint, he has neutral value, whether he's in or out on the Grizzlies. And I don't believe that. No, you throw an offensive rebound percentage, I just – I can't buy that. I'm sorry. Yeah, because – My the, eyeballs no. tell me – look at what we saw without him last year. Yes, because – offense bogged down uh, because, last year without him. Because the Grizzlies aren't good enough one-shot, one-trip offense, right – to, to not in, have in that the offensive half rebounder. Court. Exactly. Yeah. What, what helped the Grizzlies immensely and so much in the half court was the fact that you were the best offensive rebounder yes. with Steven Adams in yes. there. Yes. The fact that you were historically good. The Grizzlies good. don't have enough shooting, right? That's always and been the thing. it's the extra shots that yes. help you combat how, you know, basically average to below average you were in a half court offense. And I don't think Zaire Williams as a starter is going to fundamentally or, or, or um, you know, greatly change that. I mean, he might be an upgrade over Dylan Brooks in terms of shot selection, but I don't think his percentages are going to be vastly. I hope they are. I don't. You know, I'd like to be surprised. Well, they can be. Dylan's were awful last yes, year. Yes, they were awful, and his shot selection was awful. So you're probably just going to be better by default there. Uh, but, yeah, I can't take the over here with Steven Adams. I mean, I know that's a sort of a pessimistic view, but I, I just can't do it. If I, I was happy to do it with him in because I know what this team is with him. Um, and they were fine without him. They were like 18 and 11 with Xavier Tillman in there like yep. towards the end of the season. Not bad. Capped, though. But, yeah, exactly right. Like, do I think – you know, 47 wins in the cards without Steven Adams were a big move. I, I I just don't. I'd love to be surprised, but I wouldn't bet it. Uh, Fandle, about, just for contest, got Denver on top at 52.5, Suns 51.5, Golden State 47.5. We talked about the Grizzlies 46.5. Again, I'll point to it. What's interesting about this number is that a couple of weeks ago, John had it at 45.5, got out of it. That number's up. And again, a couple of weeks ago, we thought Steven Adams was playing. So it's gone up. I make that case to say I can't go up with it. Not Not – and keep in mind, they got 46.5. Here's a good way to put it. Lakers also, right now today, Fandle's got it 46.5. I just feel better, much better, about that roster. And and particularly with what I saw last year in the playoffs. We, we saw it firsthand. Then we saw what they did. We saw how good they are defensively. And I think they've improved the roster. And they don't have the injury questions that you have, nor a suspension of one of their top guys going into the season. And so if you're talking about the same number there, I, I feel much better about the Lakers at 46.5 than I do the Grizzlies, so I would have to go under here. I still think – here's my deal. I would rather have the Grizzlies back in this position where you're back sort of in the pack, at least being doubted to start, right, where it's less of we've arrived and more of we got to prove it again. Yep. Because what we've seen yep. from these young guys, they're, they're, better, they're better in that spot mentally in terms of doing the attacking rather than being the, the hunted, right? We, we've seen this team in that hunted position, and it, it did not go well. And so I, I, I like that spot just in terms of a, you know, a mental approach to the season, I, and that's why I think because of that you can finish. Because I think once Ja gets back, things can go to get together quickly. I think you can be around that 46-and-a-half mark, but I would go under. Uh, again, plan on this team to hopefully be in that four to six range. And I'll tell you, you're not talking about about, about a four or five game separation between you know top three play in. So 
you know, it's going to be tight as it is. I'd go under the 46.5, though, just based on how big Steven Adams' loss is. It yeah. is. It's a blow. Surprised these books have gone up in some it's spots very strange. from where they were when we thought he was playing. Do these books do speculative uh, line movement, uh, J- John, based on intel? Like, hey, we, we think that Grizzlies are going to trade for somebody that may be more athletic or something. Well, they don't, it's not the books that do it. It's the, it's the information that they Sharps. get, right? It's, yeah. the, it's, the, it's the money that comes in. That is their gotcha. information. The, 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 the sports books themselves are not talking to anybody. They're not, they, don't have, they don't have sources. Yeah. They, don't, they just have people that do, mm. that use their money the betters. Right? Yeah. to inform It's very the strange, though. It's just an odd... Deal, I guess money came it, in, right? Yeah. Zaire ain't been playing that well. It, or, no. that, that's just, it's, it's, it's just, just very high. strange. Or, or, you know, FanDuel's just off market, you know. Yeah, which, or which, they could be off. You know, that, that, that Again, does that's happen. a FanDuel number. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. you'd have to you check know, other books yeah, what they like are you'll, today. You'll find 45. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be close. What, what, what I will say yeah. is that the number did not change. The number did not change. It did change. not go down drastically. Uh, like, or at all. People dropped them in standings, like Hollinger dropped them from first to fifth or whatever it was. But actionable numbers that you can bet. The Athletics today put them 13th in their power ranking. They just released that for the West and and for the for the league. Yeah. So, uh, very interesting. Let's go to the farm club for the Philadelphia Eagles. Your Tennessee Titans. Uh, more wins for the Titans. The rest of this season, we've uh, listed the number at five and a half. The rest of the way, over under. Yeah, there's no way this is going over. In the wake of the news that they they look like they're going to be sellers and they've traded buyer to unbelievable. Philadelphia. Yeah, they, and I know that Titans fans are going to try to like they, they and I've already seen it. Like, is they, it unbelievable though, Brad? I don't think it's unbelievable. Well, you it's know? just I mean, what I, has happened to this franchise with the with it, the bones they had. Window closed. Well, it, it did. closed. And I would say this. It I really did, Jason. I, I will say this. I think the Titans maximized what they had. I, I truly do. I mean, they never had an elite quarterback. All they really had to speak of was one wide out in A.J. Brown, no one else, no tight end, no other pass catcher that was worth a damn, and an elite running back. In, yeah. a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a league, by the way, when that was not the way to win. That was not the way that anybody else was doing it. It was not the way that the, the Super Bowl champs were doing it, yet the, the Titans were, were right there, I would say, for, for two years, uh, for two good years. one seed. They were right there, That's yes. That's fair. Um, so I, I, don't, I don't think this is anything to be ashamed of. But I do think that Titans fans need to understand that it is over. It, this is the end for you, uh, as you know it, uh, because you can try to you can try to twist it and say you've longed for this day to be able to say. Well, now it's like so obvious, it's not even fun, right? Like now it's just like you know your dogs, you know, peeing and pooping in the house. It's not, not fun to troll them anymore. Yeah, huh? it's, it's time to so, take. It's time so to go up. to the vet. You know, yeah. I mean, like this, it just is what it is. I just went through this, and that's what. Screw I'm, Calkins. That's what I'm seeing right now. Bennett's having a hard day. That's why I bring him into this. It's, it's, you know, it's it's the it's the you know I know Mike Brable just had a press conference, for example, right? Mike Brable's like, ah, 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 the record ain't got nothing to do. It. Come on, man. We all know you're about to roll out Malik Willis and Will Levis out there, dude. We know. <laughs> That you cannot win. I feel bad for him. Malik's going to be the guy they go to first, right? Well, he's Brable said they're going to play both if Tannehill can't go. Interesting. So, uh, there you that, that tells you all you need to know Yikes. about either one of those guys uh, that they're going to give them both equal chances. So yeah, no, it's a uh, it, it's a wrap on this. We'll see if there's a there's a buyer for Derrick Henry. I don't know if there will be, but uh, yeah, they're tearing it down, man. They're tearing it down and. Uh, so and what was the number on wins the rest of the season? Five or two now? Yeah. yeah, even in a bad division, they're not getting I don't six think more getting wins. No, it ain't happening. They're selling. Is now the time to trade Derrick Henry? Why would it not be? If yeah, you're, I don't. Yeah, I don't. You're, you're going to get the most value for him right now, right? You're but you're not, not going to get what you think you're going to get, though. You no. might get a third rounder. I mean, you're not getting you a, get first. a second for Derrick Henry, can't you? With this. Ooh. 
Go out there and get him, Cowboys. Get a second for Derrick Henry, can I don't know, man. He's got a lot of mileage. What was it for Byard? Fifth and a sixth? Fourth yeah. and a fifth? And he's, yeah. Something like that? I mean, a 30. I mean, what what would McCaffrey get? McCaffrey, I think, got like a second and a mm-hmm. fourth or something like that. And he's three years younger than Derrick Henry. So I, I don't think you can get a oh, second. The Titans' window is closed. It didn't have to be, is the only thing I would add to what you said. If you had kept A.J. Brown, there's a way this thing, even with Tannehill, keeps you in a position where you're a contender in the AFC because that defense at one point was good enough. Now you're you're selling off pieces, but it was, and especially up front. And with a guy like A.J. Brown, he makes your quarterback better. We're seeing it in Philadelphia. Did you just see the monster game he turned in for Jalen oh against the Dolphins? God. He was unstoppable. And and you you here's the deal. You can bracket him or whatever else. He's come. He's in his prime right now. And so my point is, you know, Robinson, who's gone now, the, the window didn't have to be this closed this soon if you just paid the man. And that got personal, ultimately. That that decision, I'm telling you right now, that offense is still different. You got a beast on the edge, which opens up the running. It just makes things so much easier, even with, I think, with the change that they've had up front with the offensive line, the changes through that, because that hasn't been consistent. That's obvious. But there was enough there that if you kept A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown keeps Tannehill good to, decent to good, and you're still a contender, at least your window's still open. That move rocked them. It rocked them. Like you said, that's the way the entire NFL has gone. And, dude, you can argue is one of the – you can argue right now healthy is as good as there is in the league, you know, with Jefferson down and everything else. A.J. Brown. I mean, you just saw it, you know, uh, the other night against Miami. And so uh, that, that move could have kept the window open, and it absolutely wrecked them. It's why I feel sorry for Vrabel. He's a good coach. He's in a bad situation. Uh, I hope he gets a better one somewhere else. I hope he can get out of there. You know, I really do. That this should none of this should be laid at his feet. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who maximizes what he has. All you've done essentially is take things away from him, try to replace it with first round draft picks, whatever else that you pay on a you know a rookie deal. Um, it was always going to come to this. It didn't have to come to this this fast. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, look again. It's it's a it's it's like if you're like a team like the Grizzlies, this is what you ultimately want to do, right? You just you want to sort of fight against uh, the major markets, you know, and you want to give yourself a chance to break through. You know, that's what you have to do. Well, they're um, about to have a brand-new building as well as a big part of this. Yes, yes. And so if you're not going to go into that building with people excited about this iteration of the Tennessee Titans, you better start rebuilding now. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You got you, – you, 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 you sp- Because you need a product. For like, that thing that, you know, yes. people are going to go, obviously, to start that, but you got to have something to go in that build. You want to be at the bottom of the league with this brand new building that you got to fill up. Yes. You know, $2.1 billion, you know, uh, football stadium. So, yes. They, they got to, point is, you got to start it right now. And that's yeah. why I said, you might as well just move on from Derek. Exactly. To me, it's like you Derek. got the most blood out of that stone you were ever going to get. You Trade know? deadlines next week. Yeah. So if if you know Titans, but, I, mean, I don't it, think they're done selling. I don't them. want you, this. Can't be like a Tyreek Evans thing where you uh, we got to get a first rounder. Or we're not trading them. I mean, you need to take what you can get for them. If it's a third and a fourth, it's a, a third. third and a fourth. is probably for for even a good running back this day. Probably the going rate. And that's a. That's I would a try fair to get price. me a second for Derrick Henry. I think still got, but again, that might He's be not what having you're, a great year. Well, that offensive line again is just in flux, bro, mm-hmm. and has been for a while. Yeah, but I mean, would you would you want to give a second rounder based off his? Uh, you know, I know you're coming at from the Titans' tw- perspective. What, is he still twenty nine or thirty? He's twenty nine. He'll be thirty in January. Man, 
you ain't giving up no damn second rounder. I not mean, if I don't. Not if I don't have to. But that's what I'm saying, like I, you're not. I, gonna, I'd certainly make. I'd certainly put it out there, and that's what I'd be asking for. There are rumors that the uh, Titans have also shopped DeAndre Hopkins already, uh, and but and that there's very little interest in in him. Um, so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, what's the point of keeping them, John? They just tear it all down. Exactly. Again, you, you trade a buyer for, for whatever you did. You may as well just get as. Many I mean, picks I'll be honest. The, the Titans should tank. The Titans actually, they, their I mean, they only got is, two wins. They could be at the bottom. Yeah, I mean, their t- their defense is is not that good. It's actually overrated. Used to be good. It used to be. It's not anymore. Um, they can certainly, and they have not played the Jags yet, right? So they, that's two losses for you for sure. Texans. I think from a points allowed standpoint, they're still decent, but it is not the defense that it once was a vaunted unit. Yeah. Texans are probably lost too. Yeah, Texans is definitely going to be, uh, you know, potentially two losses. Jags, two losses. Yeah. Dolphins, a loss. Colts. Well, they're not winning six more, yeah. Not selling off pieces. I so, mean, yeah, yeah, I would So definitely. the fan number is five and a half, easy under. Yeah. All right. We'll talk to uh, Jessica Benson. Uh, get her thoughts on the Memphis Grizzlies this season. Stephen Adams' injury opening night tomorrow and more. Stick around, Jason and John. Okay. Picture this: It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Turn FM, ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, her football season may be over, but her NBA season is just beginning. Her name is Jessica Benson, honorary University of Memphis graduate. Wow. Radio Network, Memphis Grizzlies, joins us every single Tuesday. Host of the Jessica Benson Show with CJ Hurt, joins us every Tuesday. She's here now. Hello. Oh, thank you. You know, I always wanted to win the Battle of the Bones. So uh, hey, I'm so thrilled to switch. At least one team lifting trophies. You know what I'm saying? I mean, one team lifting trophies. Just giving you L's. Yeah, I mean, it, it is amazing. Are you like Caleb Williams and considering sitting out the rest of the season? <laughs> yes, it feels that way. There's nothing to play for. It, if, if there was already that feeling uh, coming out of their loss two weeks ago to Notre Dame, uh, the feelings after Utah, the vibes are bad for the University yeah. of Southern California, and there is now a lot of pressure. I mean, there's always been pressure on Lincoln Riley and being in the second biggest media market in the country in L.A. Like People do care when you're supposed to be good there. And to lose 
three times to Utah in two seasons uh, is not great. So there is a team to build. I don't think it's solidly with the defense as much as I'd love to make Alex Grinch the eternal scapegoat of this season, but there have been problems with that offensive line from week one, and it's really been exposed the last two weeks once you are dealing with two teams that are built significantly tougher in the trenches. And now USC season is over before we even get to November. Tough stuff. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like for for all the people that are, you know, uh, I saw Acho saying uh, on Twitter that he should consider doing it. Like if he, you know, that's to me, that's the last thing uh, Caleb Williams needs to do because I still think he has a lot to prove to NFL front offices. I mean, the yeah. arm talent is obviously there. There's no denying that. But we know that's really that's just the surface. You know, when it comes to being a successful NFL quarterback. So if I'm him. You know, based on all the stuff he's sort of already been in the middle of with equity and, you know, wants to pick his situation and all these things, like, if he decides that he's going to wrap, you know, put it in bubble wrap, like, I don't know. That's, I feel like that's a bad decision for his NFL future. That's just where I'm at. I, no, I, I completely agree. And I'm not even quite sure um, if he himself has commented at all right, on right. that even being a decision because let's face it, the USC team wasn't made available after they lost to Utah, which True. is just, in my opinion, a trash soft response to that loss. But I do think ever since that narrative came out that Caleb Williams won, the, the original GQ interview where his dad talked about perhaps not going into the draft this year, returning to USC for an additional season to try and sway a better situation uh, going into the NFL to try to have a different team than perhaps the one that's going to have the number one overall pick. Ever since that happened, one, Caleb Williams is not the definitive overall pick, in my opinion, in the opinion of many others, as mm. the battle between, between him and Drake May will continue onward. Um, but then that, that story came out about the wanting partial ownership. And I don't want to ring the conspiracy bells, but I don't think NFL owners would really like that. And ever since, it feels like it's been terrible times for Caleb Williams, but it hasn't helped these lost the last two games and hasn't been able to, to pull his team and put them on his back like he had leading up to these last two weeks. Okay, Jess, on the eve of the Grizzlies season opening, I'm, I'm interested. We've had the Stephen Adams news, obviously, since we last talked to you. How, how are we feeling uh, today about the Grizzlies sealing this season in the wake of the, the Adams news? So there's no getting around that it's a massive bummer. And so while I was reeling over USC's loss on a Sunday morning, uh, then also getting the email notification from the Memphis Grizzlies that Stephen Adams was going to miss the entire season, uh, was a real one-two punch on my sports psyche on a Sunday. And it just it stinks because it sucks the air that was pretty – surprisingly stable going into this year. All things considered that your superstar starting point guard is sitting out for the first 25 games. Like the vibes around this team were pretty copacetic. You have Marcus Smart, who we finally saw on the court in yep. Friday's preseason game, Zaire Williams and the confidence at which he's playing with seemed to at least lead to a, a solution with that fifth starter while Jaw sits out and suddenly the rug is pulled out from under you and your lack of front court depth becomes front and center because you don't have Steven Adams. And so we know this team has been built to survive injuries in the past couple of seasons. And it's definitely hung on to the next man up mentality. I think this city, the fans of this team, the team itself are probably pretty sick of the next man up mentality and it doesn't have quite as much flavor as it did maybe in years past. Um, but I've said this about the Grizzlies 
before the Stephen Adams news, after the Stephen Adams news, their success this season will not be deemed within the context of the regular season. And I think they can survive in the regular season without Stephen Adams. You have someone who is so stable in Xavier Tillman Sr. And yes, he, he struggled against Anthony Davis in the postseason, um, but what he's able to fulfill for you in the meantime, alongside Jaron and Santi, and even if you have to, to go deep and play some junior Austin minutes here and there, um, but if this team wants to take its ultimate step forward, the reason they added Marcus Smart, the reason they brought in the, mm-hmm. the culture of Derrick Rose, they're probably going to have to do something else, right? Yeah, so like I, I, I guess that sort of is the, the natural follow-up. It's like, you know, there, there are sort of two schools of thought, and, and it, it, we'll see. I mean, I guess that's the other important part of it is like we'll see what it looks like, you know, uh, starting tomorrow night. But like what is sort of the, you know, the balance between, okay, we feel comfortable with what we have and we can manage – versus is this the time to actually be aggressive, you know, and, and, and quote-unquote go for it? You know, like how do you even – like how, how do you get to that conclusion one way or the other? Right, and that's, you know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to sit here and remind everyone, like windows are very tight when it comes to going after championships and when it's cracked open and you can – smell that championship air, you want to capitalize as much as you can. And the reason why my overall projections, especially in the regular season for what this team can do, uh, remains the fact that you have three young all-star level talent on your team in John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr. And Desmond Bain hopefully will ascend into that all-star territory this season. And that's a lot of talent on the court. So you still have something great and and a wonderful young nucleus to build around Um, but you want to win now. And if you want to win now, you probably need to understand, in my opinion, that, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. is the best version of himself when he's able to sit comfortably in the four and you get one of those big bang around centers who's able to rebound the basketball pretty well. But like you said, I think there is a a period of of wait and see. And I never want to use the word like the Grizzlies are lucky because there's nothing lucky about jaw having to sit out for the first 25, but you are able to use that suspended player option and maybe, you know, take a flyer on someone who is not going to come in here and be spectacular. This is likely a center who is out of the league, out of a job right now. But it allows you to really weigh, okay, what do we have to do? What move could we potentially have to make later on in the season? How about the Lakers, Jess, and just the temperature where you're at with, with them? And, and I use that, you know, right now FanDuel's got them and the, and the Grizzlies both at 46.5 wins. Do, do they both go in equal in your mind, go into the season about equal in, in, in the way these rosters are constructed uh, with the concerns in your mind? Yeah, I think the Lakers are going to be really good. And I think the Grizzlies, unfortunately, got the first uh, taste of what that could look like last season and adding, you know, key pieces like Gabe Vincent, adding more shooting. You know, we'll see tonight, like, does Anthony Davis come out with a vengeance and that feels like an evergreen statement to be making, but I'll be really curious about that matchup between him and Jokic uh, later this evening, one that Jokic got the better of last postseason. but between, you know, LeBron James and the ascension of Austin Reeves and having pieces like Rui Hachimura, I just think they're built to be a lot deeper. And from the moves that they made at the trade deadline last year that allowed them to get into the position of making a run in the postseason now are steady and there's a little bit more development there. And I'm not going to count LeBron James out until he's off the court someday. And that will happen someday, uh, but it is not tonight. Uh, in terms of uh, Victor Wynn-Banyama, that's another sort of uh, you know big storyline to, uh, to this season that's coming up. Uh, do you think he will, based on what we've seen in the preseason, do you think he will be able to meet uh, or, or perhaps even exceed the expectations placed upon him? 
The Spurs have become my number one league pass team simply because of Victor Webanyama. Like, every time you're watching highlights of his, it feels like you are watching something out of this world. And it's so fun. And I I don't foresee that getting old this season, necessarily. Um, If he can be what he was in the preseason, the Spurs will be a lot better than expected, a lot sooner than expected, because I just don't know how you stop that. Uh, The only way is that you're going to have to find ways to have clones of Victor Webanyama around the league or prototypes like that as the game continues to advance. But I just think he's been wildly fun. And some of those highlights, the still shots of him jumping up to block shots, dunks, the between the legs passes, everything has just been spectacular. And it feels almost unfair that he has been given to Greg Popovich, of all people, uh, who might be reinvigorated by the opportunity to, to keep on going and try to figure out how to win with him on his side. Are you as high on the, the idea of the Timberwolves making a jump this season? I know a lot of that is based on how much we love Anthony Edwards. Um, right. I've seen even you know Chris Harrington's got the Timberwolves pretty high. Others, I think Hollinger's one of them that's got them high. Are, are you there yet on the Timberwolves? It's funny. I was actually talking to your old friend Bennett Doyle this oh, yeah. morning. Uh, he is high on the Timberwolves, and I was trying to, you know, I really like in the East, there's so much focus on the Celtics and the Bucks, and my, you know, sneaky pick would be the Cavs in the East, and I was trying to figure out the equivalent of that in the West, and it's hard for me to say no on the Timberwolves, which is crazy because they're the Timberwolves and the whole Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns thing, like it just wasn't supposed to work and it might still not, but in terms of the depth that they've added and getting, you know, a true point guard in there and Mike Conley for some additional time, they have a good bench unit. Kyle Anderson is there. Jordan McLaughlin's been a great player, even a backup like Nas Reed. I think they could be steady and they've been together. They've been growing together. And as Anthony Edward wants to become like that dude in the league and we saw a sprinkle of that. I know he had his ups and downs with Team USA and FIBA this summer, um, but I do think well, we overuse this all the time. But like he's got that dog in him, and he could be the leader that helps the Timberwolves make more of a run than some are anticipating this year. Yeah, I agree. If they get behind him, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. Hey, Jessica, appreciate your time as always. Thank you so uh, much. Sorry Jess. about the uh, Thanks, football guys. season. Yeah, appreciate uh, you. Congrats on the okay. fantasy Basketball win. Basketball season is here. Oh, thank you, Jason. That was such a good. That was a hard fought matchup. You um. Your receivers are incredible, and they, they are. and them and Goddard pulled you through. Congratulations! <laughs> they, they helped me get through that decision right. to uh, start Sam Howell. So yeah, once again, it. the Memphis Grizzlies let uh, everybody know where the money for renovations needs to go. That's right. Uh, she made a statement. Yeah. So uh, thank you for, <laughs> for for doing that, Jessica. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. Yep. yep. All right. Have a good one, guys. Yep. You too. Bye. She is Jessica Benson. Catch her on uh, Jessica Benson show with CJ Hurt and uh, catch her. Well, you can look up at her in the standing, certainly, after uh, your your performance. It was called, It was. Uh, we'll call it Smooth's Last Stand. It was, it was. And, uh, man. Now a 2-5, and five, pretty much, what would you say, 12% chance of making the playoffs yeah. in the 12-team league? Yeah. It was, uh, it hurt. It, it, it goes to show Derek you. Carr, that worked. You can make the right decisions. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and still lose in fantasy. I, this has been the worst year ever. It goes to show you how difficult it is, right, to do it and sustain it at a high level year after year. It's very hard. I feel so stupid asking her questions about it last week, like it mattered. Mm. Yeah, that was that was. And now I'm down here pretty two and five. Rawls about to roll me in next week. Yeah, this week. you're at the point in the season where, uh, and I and I anybody I, want Tyreek Hill? And I'm in, and I'm in this. Uh, there's no reason for you to trade anybody, bro. Well, if you, if you want to do something on the table or something, I may not be above that. 
See, this Just is, don't this, let Hogan know. This is we'll when, see if we can get it past Giannato security. Yeah, this is when fantasy starts to get a little uh, squirrely, right? Because the, the the bad team's like, I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to trade all my great pieces. Y'all want to pay my MLGW or something? Yeah, like, exactly. I can drop you off Tyreek for next to nothing. But, uh, like, I, I'm 1-5, in 1-6 in, in a couple of leagues, and I don't even set my lineup anymore. I don't care. That's what I know. Like, Aren't those that? I've never been in that position. That's why it hurts. Yeah, it's like you can do it. I don't even care about you, my lineup you, you anymore. You have to do it for the – Competitive oh. integrity of the league, right? But it's right, I need, I, and I will. It, but it's like I'm I don't. Not, I'm not that kind of person. I, 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 I don't like some sell like, off. Pieces. Some of these teams, I'm so ravaged by injury or buys, I'm not even going to go through the effort of trying to reconfigure my team to set a lineup. You know, like I'm not going to go pick up freaking uh, Jarek McKinnon and him give me four points, like just on a buy. I'm like, bro, I'm I was not, running P Ryan this year. Yeah, that's P. how bad it's gotten. I mean, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm out of it. And when I'm out of it, you got my dues. I'm out of it. Uh, that so, fool had two carries and fumbled on one of them. Again, it, he fumbled? No, that was last week. Oh, it yeah, cost yeah, yeah. me last week. Yeah. That fumble cost me. That's why I'm done. In fairness, that was a this, catch. I'm out. Yes, that was a catch he fumbled on, but he still only had two carries. Yeah, it, the, but the minus two on the fumble is yes. what it's yes. what put me behind Connor. You would have just rather lost, not call I would have won the game. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a bad beat, bro. That's like when uh, it's all come together in one bad year. So last week in fantasy, I had uh, I, I I lost by point one, uh, because Dak kneeled at the end of the game. Yeah, that, that's when it kills you. I mean, like how, that's when it kills you. How is it that kills your possible? Heart, makes you never want to play again. Yeah, uh, but you know, for those that don't know, Jason is very proud. He boasts I have quite the best often regular season fantasy record around here. But uh, there's just there's no questioning that. It's a short, uh, as he's learning, it's a short walk from the penthouse to the outhouse. At least in my time here, it's been. Like, yeah, 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 it's been great. And now, but Brad, now this Brad, is about to lower. You know, a lot of times you come on here and you would say things like, how did this league allow Brad to win twice? I did, and, 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 and I've been I've been humbled. And now look at him. He's back on top. Now look, look at look, him. Look, you look either at go for first or last. That's right. There's no we've in between. we switched positions, it feels like. Mm-hmm. I can't ever get in the league when you're good and I'm good. Yeah, we just you like the Grizz and Tigers. You just can't ever get it right at the same time, man. This year's the year maybe well is it i mean we'll see well who ain't gonna hold up their end it, it remains to be seen i mean we have you have a lot of injury issues which with, one you feel better about uh the grizz for sure Ooh. i mean because the tigers there are so many more unknowns with, yeah exactly i think he i ultimately i, I think i think initially i wanted to say not nah, tigers because college basketball is easy just be older i take the but, tigers. It, but there are more questions because of the pecking order we just don't know. Yeah, I, I I I can't take a Tiger team that has absolutely zero continuity. That's well, and really one that has a lot to lose early in the season. Yeah, man, like that could of actually. The that, and so I mean, if you want to like, a lot of pressure, if early. you want to play that game, it could get off the rails fast. They have weaponry though. The off Grizzlies the are undermanned. Yeah, I mean, if they if they if they if they sort of stumble through the conf- non-conference, I mean, you could lose a plenty. Of, you could lose a handful of games there. You know, I'm not oh, saying you absolutely can. Penny's suspended for the first three games of the season. Yeah, but that's just Missouri. Yeah, you're right. The other it's, two you're right. I'm just saying, like, it, it, it's that's the uh, the bear case, you know, for the Tigers is that. No, uh, you're, you're right. Because you still feel better about the Grizzlies. Yeah, I mean, the Grizzlies, we we know they have a proven just, track when, record when of saying, regular season. I guess, success. I guess what initially you're talking about, right? And that's ultimately, I think, why you'd make the case that the Grizzlies are the pick. But you know, they're you're not agree what fifth, sixth, seventh range now. You still got them up in the top four. No, I think I think fifth is probably Whereas, their ceiling. You know, Memphis is squarely at least two in its conference. Yeah, but the problem Jesus. is that don't get you anywhere. That, that doesn't that mean doesn't anything. get you anywhere when it yeah. comes to. I think like more. It's more like the what's the Tiger ceiling as a C? Probably like a seven. You know, 
maybe a six if they like kill it in the non-conference, potentially a five, I guess. But that's what you're dealing with. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm 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 hopeful, but I just this thing looks a lot different to me without DeAndre. It just does, you know. Yeah, I mean, that'd be nice to get some uh, some closure on that. Is it no news? Your news with the uh, preseason. I mean, they they start up on Sunday. NCAA handed out another no yesterday on a West West Virginia kid. He was a two-time transfer, but it's like to me, it's the same thing. Well, they handed you two no's reportedly, and you're waiting, right? You know, on this third no. I mean, I I mean, you know, you're appealing a to see if you can get a answer after two no's. Yeah, it just feels like yes, to me like that's not usually how it works, right? Like it's not usually – I haven't seen where you get two and you try to go back yeah. at it and you, you get it through. No means no. I mean, that's typically the way it goes. So, I don't know. If De- if you told me DeAndre is back in the fold, I could – I mean, look, that's a championship caliber team. It's a Final Four caliber team. If he's not, now you have to establish roles. That's been a, that's been a struggle for Penny in his time at Memphis. Now you have to establish who's going to be the, you know – Go-to guy. That's not easy to do. It's easier with older guys. It is. is, It is. He's really struggled on that when he was playing freshman and those young guys and trying to figure out roles. I hope it's been easier to do with older guys. He's got a lot of older guys. But I just what 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 does give me pause on that? Exactly. They're all new. It's a lot of new older guys. It's a complete blank slate, and so nobody has an inside track. If anybody comes in here wanting to be the man, it could be a problem. Well, don't you think that's what it is usually? Well, the thing that helps that is great point guard play, a guy that understands that everybody does want to be the man that can feed them all equally. Yeah, I hope so. If you get get that from Javon Quinley, then maybe it can work. But, you know, Caleb's going to want to be the man. And Caleb wanting to be the man. Or David David Jones, who took a ton of shots. bro. But the thing that that can best cure that, and you can understand the want to, they were all studs where they were. Is a great point guard. No, I I think that is. See, the, I wouldn't be worried about see, that. That's the, can, that's and that's the, what Quinterly does. That's what he can hopefully do for you. Well, this team, even without DeAndre, I would say is is actually more talented than the last year. Like he played with an NBA guy last year. He knows yeah. you got to feed them dudes. Them yeah. dudes got you know individual goals too. Yes, you got to like, feed them. Like the wing is much better. And, the uh, bigs are are you know I mean I know DeAndre is a, is a loss obviously if you don't have him but. You know, you did add Jordan, who's who's a you know nice complimentary piece. Jordan Brown was putting up double doubles all last year. You know, oh, your role players are much better yeah, than so they were last year. I think one through ten, you're better. I mean, your top two are worse, but one through ten, you're better. And when you play ten guys, which I I, I need people to wake up to this fact right now, that's happening again. That's actually an encouraging sign. You know, if you're going to go ten deep, which again Memphis is going to do. Uh, at least your one through ten is better this season than it was a year ago. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's the bear, that's the bull case is that teams better one, you know, top to bottom, and you still have that you know good to great point guard situation. You know, hopefully they listen to him. Hopefully he sort of has you know risen above as the yeah. as the leader. Don't know. We'll find out. First exhibition Sunday. Correct. So it'll be our first look. Anyway, we'll come back. Lots more to come with the rundown. Trista Craig at 125. Jason and John, 92 FM, ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.